It's time for In the Zone with T-Pain, where we look at everything the real way. Real talk, real problems, real solutions. And now, here's your host, T-Pain. Today's broadcast is being brought to you by none other than Kingdom of Increase. If you would like to have your uh, event advertised on our show, please go out to The Zone and visit us on our Facebook page or go to painzone.com. We have a contact list there. You can contact us and we will send you our media package. And we have the cheapest prices, I should say, the best prices in town. Well... Unless you've been on, on a rock, you have, everybody has seen everything that's been happening um, in the news. And there's so much going on. Right, Doc? Yes, it's a lot, definitely a lot to be praying for. Yes, yes. And, uh, and speaking of prayer, should we start out with one? You know, there's so much happening in the atmosphere uh, where we know that it's the enemy's job to come in to try to bring division, not only amongst the church, but amongst the different races. And we know that we're all one voice, one body, and one faith. We have to maintain unity. Right, Doc? That's right. That's right. Most importantly, you know, it's... uh is is in those times that we are that we as a body of Christ need to pull together not divided uh, but unified as a church body as a whole come together you know uh, break the barriers of tradition and break, break the barriers of denomination or religion and just come together because we're all lifting up the same God and so it's in these moments where we need to pull together not just uh, race by race or denomination by denomination but as the body as of a, Christ as a body of Christ together and pray as and a body of Christ and uh, and we definitely need to do that now I don't know how true it is I did try to uh, vet the story but uh, according to social media and again I don't know how true it is and, uh, and that is that the young lady who was a track star, Sharonda Coleman, and she was a track coach, correction, her mother suffered a heart attack and, uh, and that she too passed away. Again, I don't know how true that is. Uh, um, I um, wasn't able to properly vet the story, but it is out there. And, uh, and we definitely are praying for all the victims and their family members. We want to make sure that we take this time at the beginning of our show to acknowledge what is happening and to say that we are one body no matter if we are in georgia if it's in california whatever uh, the church body as a whole and uh and these things are happening i believe again to bring the vision amongst us as a church body but we have to keep in mind who we are and whose we are right doc that's right well now doc you are prayer war don't you want to kick it off with a little bit of prayer you know, I think that this is payback. Is I that really, what that is? I really believe that this is payback, but it's okay because we okay. like to pray, and uh, we we will pray. We yes, because I think we should. I think we should, um, as a um, ministry and a radio ministry, and for those who are listening, and we're engaging you to join with us in this prayer. And we're not going to be long-winded, you know, like uh, some people like to be long-winded, you know. But we're just going to say a few words. And uh, and acknowledge what is happening uh, in our country, 
That's right. Huh? That's right. Father, we bless you today. God, we glorify and we honor you. And God, we understand, God, that you're still in control of all things. So, Father, we ask right now, God, that you move by your spirit in the midst of all chaos, in the midst of fear that's trying to build up in the body of Christ. And, Father, we ask right now in the mighty name of Jesus, God, that you begin to give peace where there is no peace. God, that you begin to release strategic ideas, oh God, how we can come together more as a body of Christ to lift up your name and to pray in the way that you will have for us to do. Now, Father, we pray for every family and every person, God, that's involved in what happened in South Carolina. God, we ask right now in the name of Jesus, oh God, that your will shall be done. And God, as your will has been done, we as the church will continue to stand in a posture of prayer, not just in this instance, but every day forward, because you told us that men are to always pray. Amen. And it's in Jesus' name we pray and we're thankful. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. And I hope you all join us in that prayer. And we wanted to just kick it off in unity with you, our listeners, because I know that you too are praying for the families and praying, you know, against the spirit of division that the enemy is trying to bring into the atmosphere and on the airways. Even the spirit of, of disagreement that will come against the church body, we have to keep Jesus at the center of who we are. I saw in the news today where uh, some of the commentators were asking the question, how can some of these people uh, say as early as they're saying it that I forgive you for what you have done? And they're saying it through tears. And, and the reason why? Because when God is at the center of who you are, love is greater than hate. And even though I know they're feeling this pain, and I don't even know if I could be saying it this soon, but I do understand that God's peace surpasses all understanding. And as long as we keep him at the center of who we are, nothing is impossible. But let's keep these families lifted up and let's continue to pray against the enemy and his devices. Because when we come together in unity, there's power in unity. Amen? Amen. Amen. And we will continue to do that. But I want to start out with, with even playing a few little clips here. And starting out with none other than Dr. King. We'll be back. You're in the zone in just a moment. We shall overcome deep in my heart. I do believe we shall overcome. No, I join hands so often with students and others behind jail bars singing it. We shall overcome. Sometimes we've had tears in our eyes when we joined together to sing it, but we still decided to sing it. We shall overcome. No, before this victory is won, some will have to get thrown in jail some more, but we shall overcome. Don't worry about us. Before the victory is won, some of us will lose jobs, but we shall overcome. Before the victory is won, even some will have to face physical death. Physical death is the price that some must pay to free their children from a permanent psychological death. Then nothing shall be more redemptive. We shall overcome. Before the victory is won, some will be misunderstood and called bad names and dismissed as rabble-rousers and agitators. But we shall overcome. And I'll tell you why. 
We shall overcome because the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends toward justice. We shall overcome because Carlisle is right. No lie can live forever. We shall overcome because William Cullen Bryant is right. Truth crushed to earth will rise again. We shall overcome because James Russell Lowell is right. Truth forever on the scaffold, wrong forever on the throne. Yet that scaffold sways the future. Behind the dim unknown standeth God within the shadow, keeping watch above his own. We shall overcome because the Bible is right. You shall reap what you sow. We shall overcome. Deep in my heart, I do believe we shall overcome. And with this faith, we will go out and adjourn the councils of despair and bring new light into the dark chambers of pessimism. And we will be able to rise from the fatigue of despair to the buoyancy of hope. And this will be a great America. We will be the participants in making it so. And so as I leave you this evening, I say, walk together, children. Don't you get weary. There's a great cap meeting in the family. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory. I know you've been experiencing some trying times and some heartaches and some struggles, but I want you to hold on to the promise that God gave me. I want to share it with you and I, I want you to stand, stand on the word of God and believe Come on, help me. Though it seems that you can't stand, just hold on to God's unchanging hand. Let God lead you, His Spirit guide you. Spirit guide you when 
Think about, you know, in your standing, in your strength, you can't, you know, but in God's strength, you can't, yes. you know, because in our weakened moments, his strength is made perfect. And that's so amazing to know that I don't have to try to stand by myself. Exactly. I can stand in God. And, and most importantly, there are people 
who are constantly praying and making intercession with and for me mm-hmm. in the midst As we should. Understand. Amen. As we should. Amen. As we should. I mean, you know, it's time out for us to do catty things as a body of Christ. You know, um, you know, talking against each other, uh, backbiting, uh, gossiping, competition. You know, there's so much work for us to do that God has gifted us to do. And, you know, it's, it's time for us to focus on that because the enemy is busy. And uh, and there's so much that we need to be focused on. And I, I am very grateful that, you know, I see the church standing in the way that they are standing. Well, let's hop off onto the news. Right, Doc? You ready for this? And, um, you know, the news is filled with everything that has taken place in South Carolina, believe it or not. Um, the... There are people who are upset about the state flag, the Confederate flag, that is still flying, that is not half mask. You know, uh, you, how you lower the flag and and, and representing of, of what has happened in that state. What do you think about that? We are fighting a long, uh, a long war that's been started years ago. And I think that we have the tendency to fight a fight, stop, and then fight a fight. And when something happens. When something happens. Yes. But the most important thing in about in any situation, mm-hmm. we have to be resilient. We have to continue to fight. If you want to see change, you have to continue in the posture of change until change happens. And be representative and, and, of what change be, looks like. Right, and not be violent. Because mm-hmm. violence, is, violence is not the answer to every change. Every, to see change, you got to be knowledgeable. You got to be and articulate yourself. Right. Yeah. What I like about uh, you know um, the things that um, the people are saying out South Carolina, they're doing it and they're representing themselves in a positive light. Right. Right. Uh, well, the state representative says that um, he plans to sponsor um, you know some rules and some new policies to take the flag down that's in front of. The state capital, but they said that back in 2000 there was a South Carolina Heritage Act that prohibits them from taking the flag down. Now the NWACP uh, has also called for the flag to be removed. The president says that he thinks it should be in a museum. I do because it's kind of old. It is. It is. You know, uh, and and I think maybe you know if you want to keep it and symbolize uh, what it stood for, maybe it should be in a museum. But I agree with that. You, you know, uh, and I, I think he's saying that as a compromise. I I, I agree, and I, and that's a good compromise of mm-hmm. in a museum. But at the same time, if you're taking down the flags, here's the same state that have generals of war who have streets named after them to prohibit black people from traveling down those streets. So you can't just say we're going to take the flag down because taking down the flag doesn't doesn't stop the problem. Well, it's a, it, it it's a, um, well, I think it might be a signifying some change. Yeah, but if you take the flag down but the state ain't changing, right. then what are you doing? You, you know, know and it's, 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 it's amazing because South Carolina has so many military bases. Yeah, you have the Air Force, you got yeah. the Marines, you got the Army, you know, you got all the military that's there, and um, you have this happening. Yeah. Isn't that something? It, it, it's something. It's something. 
It's the way of the world, I guess. Well, the father of uh, Dylan Roof is afraid for his life, and he's telling the cops that, um, you know, he has now become a victim of unending phone calls that people are calling to, you know, threaten his life. Well, I'm like, okay, why are people calling him? You cannot. The way that we live in this society, mm -hmm. we want the parents to always take responsibility of what their children do. Now, I get your child being, you know, under, you know, 15, 16, whatever the case may but be. But he's 21. Yeah, and I get that. You take responsibility at that time. But when they are an adult, they're responsible for their own actions. Mm -hmm. And you can't judge someone on the basis of what somebody else in their family did. Because mm -hmm. everybody's not the same way. Right, right. So, you know, that's just, they shouldn't be calling and harassing this guy, this man. Because his son is of age. He's of age. He probably yeah. couldn't even control his own son. Well, you know, now, now, look, we'll give you a clue that he probably had no control of his son. Is that his son was 21, didn't have a job, had been in and out of trouble, and was living with roommates. Now, he didn't have a job. He was living with roommates. He had a car. So that means that the family paid for him to go live with somebody else. They didn't even want him at the house. <laughs> they paid for him to go stay with somebody else. They were like, we do not even want you at our house. So he had roommates. He had roommates, yeah. And didn't have a job. So that's the sign that the family couldn't do nothing with him. And they didn't want him at that house. Right. So they thought he was strange. Wow. Yeah, I, mean, you, you, I, I get, yeah, I get it. You get it? Yeah. You know, because my son got out of high school. I'm like, okay, you're going to come home and you're going to go find somewhere to go. Yeah. College or military. You got you to pick one. College, military, mm -hmm. pick one. But this young man got 21 years old, been out of school, and his family didn't say, okay, you got to find something to be productive in. But yet, they didn't say any of that. They said, well, we're going to help you get out of here. We'll pay for you to stay somewhere else. <laughs> we're going to put no troubles on somebody else. We're going to put no trouble on somebody else. And so, you know, I, I, I agree with you, Doc. Don't go harass this family about the actions of their adult child. child. Yeah. Because it, it wasn't their fault. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I'm like this. When you at the point where you can make your own decisions about what you want to do, how you want to do it, you're then responsible for your own life. Yes. Period. Point and blank. Mm -hmm. At this point, he's responsible for his own life because we don't know if he made any type of death threats to his own family. You just have to have to really get into a place where we're understanding the, the kind of guy this young man was right. before we start trying to attack his family. Mm -hmm. it's just some, that's not the answer. That's not the way to resolve um, this this hate crime, this race war that people are calling it now. Well, you know, he wanted to be a race war, but that didn't happen there. Mm -hmm. The community has, you know, uh, gathered together. And they're like, okay, we, we're unified. We're going to stay unified. It's not going to work here. Uh, you know, um, you see black and white, they're together, they're in the church together, they're singing uh, the song that we just heard, well, what Dr. Martin Luther King was talking about, We Shall Overcome. And so um, it didn't happen the way the young man wanted it to happen. Right. So that, that 
heightens the the troubleness that the young man had that he had a troubled mind that he went into a church and these were the things that was on his mind so now do you think that things are going to change now in the church i think that the church is going to become um, they're going to begin to operate out of fear, which is not what God called us no. to do. And, and the reason I say that because you've got to be, God gave us common sense. Right. You know, we still got to love people. We still got to go out into the highways and the byways. And we still got to be able to invite people into our church. But then there's this thing that God has given us. It's called discernment. Mm-hmm. We've got to... Here's my philosophy. If you pray about it first, mm-hmm. keep your ear to God and hear. So you'll know how to handle certain situations and you know what's not right in your congregation, then you'll know how to move forward. Well now is that fair? Because I mean That's he would problem. not he would not have thought that anything was gonna happen. The young man at some point was thinking about changing his mind. Because he felt the people were just so nice. I mean, that's what they said on the but news. Yeah, yeah, he thought about changing his mind, but he's in the ending result, he still came he still, to church he still, with those weapons. He still came with the weapons. But is it is it fair to say that, hey, you should have been able to discern this? Because, I mean, it was un- so unexpected. It's, it's unexpected, but the, the Bible told us that we have to watch as well as pray. Yeah. That, so yeah. at, at what point do we stop watching? We're not know. to stop watching. No, we're never to stop watching. But I don't know, Doc. That's you, a, you, you have to know those who labor among you at any at any. But time. he wasn't laboring among them. He was coming and fellowshipping with them. He was coming to the Bible study. Yeah, so, he was at that so, first Bible study. So, you know, to me, he was among them. So you you just have to you have to. That's a good question, though. Yeah. yeah, that is a good question. That's one that we definitely. Uh, how do you? How do you know? I, you know, I'm with you on the, on the whole thing of you cannot be in fear. Yeah. You know, you you're gonna you're gonna have to pray, but things are gonna happen that are completely beyond your control. That's right. You know, no matter where you are, you can be walking to your car and somebody hit you upside the head. You can be flying an airplane. We don't see that. Yeah, you know, you know yeah, and they fall out. You know, I saw on the news where somebody actually fell out the plane <laughs> in London. Did you see that on the news? I don't know how that's... <laughs> I'm just saying. It's not funny. It's not funny. He was a stowaway. He was a stowaway in the, in the bottom of the plane. And uh, and he, he literally, this is not, I'm not making, this happened last week. He fell out the plane and uh, in the streets of London and people, they saw the body in the street and they're trying to figure out where this body came from. And it happened to be a stowaway that was hiding in the, in the bottom of the plane. And he fell out the air. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing because it's raining. I don't people. think that's funny. <laughs> that's not funny, Doc. It's raining. People. That is not funny. It's, it's not funny, but in your right mind, how would you think that you're going to? I mean, you you never know. You just never know. Well, hey, that wasn't common sense. I don't think common I was going to get to that in the news, yeah. but since you know yeah. you're talking about it, it was actually in the yeah. news that he that actually happened. Yeah, he fell. He fell out the, out the sky. sky. He couldn't hold on. They was trying to figure out where the body came from. Yeah, it fell from the. And he, I don't even know how they realized that he was a stowaway. Just like in a movie, you know, and you know they got a lot of airplane movies, and so in these airplane movies. 
the airplane movie. Yeah, people try to hijack. You know, maybe he thought he was Tom Cruise or somebody. Maybe he he thought you know he wanted to do a stunt or something. You just never know. It's so many things you can think about. You know, my mind goes to so many different places. I, I see it went a whole lot of places just then. You know, maybe he was I don't know trying to catch a free ride. Maybe he wanted to hijack. I mean, you just never know. Maybe trying to do a stunt and see how long he can hold on. And, but you got to be careful how you fall. I don't even know why I said that. that. That'll preach. You got to be careful. Maybe he should have stopped How you got to be careful wrong. how you fall? Maybe that wasn't even a, a good comment to me. Maybe he should have stopped I'm not hanging wrong. around you too much. But, you know, if he fell, maybe he would have... He fell out the plane. He had no... See, he... You know what? You know what the problem was? What was the problem? He didn't have a parachute. On that note... <laughs> I'm going to go to break. The second half of our show, we're going to be opening up our telephone lines. And our phone number is 478-646-5858. We're going to open up our lines so you can call in and wish someone a happy Father's Day. Whether that be to your spiritual father, the pastor at your church, grandfather, whomever. You know, you're better to call in and say happy Father's Day at the second half of the show. We're going to continue the discussion in between that, though. And, and we're going to be talking about overcoming hate with love. And in the middle of that, we're going to have our phone lines open. Listen, you are in the zone with Dr. Bishop and T-Pain, and we'll be back in a moment. The zone. You're listening to WBGA The Zone, where we believe God always, here 24-7, with an all-day praise. Jesus at the center of it all. Jesus at the center of it all. Yeah. From beginning to the end, it will always be, it's always been you, Jesus. Jesus at the center of it all. Jesus at the center of it all. From beginning to the end, from beginning to the end, it will always be. It's always been you, Jesus. Oh, 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 oh,
center and you know what when Jesus is the center of of who you are and everything that is going on in your life you you have a balance you have a balance you have a balance and and there's so many things that you can conquer when he is the center because now that's the thing that's keeping you anchored who Jesus is he will be your strength at that moment because he is the center of who you are Amen. I agree. I agree. Why are you looking at me like that? Because all you have something to say no. about my singing <laughs> that song in the studio. That's one of my favorite songs. Uh, you know, um, Jesus be the center. Who all around all of, I love that song. That's right. That's right. You know, uh, T. It's, it's amazing to know that when Jesus is your center. When everything else in your life seems to go disarray and out of, you know, chaos breaks out, just remember Jesus is the anchor. He's the center. And that'll, mm-hmm. that'll cause everything else around you to level, to level out. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Well, you know, our phone lines are open. 478-646-5858. If you would like to call in and wish someone a happy Father's Day, do call in and do so now we will be more than happy to put you on so you can give your salute to someone whomever right doc that's right and i i i, I like to kick it off uh, to my uh, my husband and say happy father's day to you in advance great support great man of, uh, of god and and uh and you do so many different things but happy Father's Day. I also like to send a happy Father's Day to our studio pastor, Bishop Henry Channel III out of Montrose, Georgia. I know I kid him a lot about the pigs and the chickens that cross the street down there. <laughs> but happy Father's Day um, to him and all the men that are listening and uh, in the church community as a whole. Happy Father's Day to the men in the community. Turn your radio down in the background because we're getting an echo. Well, you know, call in. You guys be uh, mindful. Make sure you turn your radios down because we will get the echo. And uh, and we won't hear anything. So we want everyone that you're calling in to be able to hear you to give a salute to them. Right, Doc? That's right. You got any uh, body? Because, you know, you don't have to wait until the show is over with. <laughs> and you got to say the best for last. No, uh, honestly, I like to uh, wish my pastor, uh, Pastor Carlos. Let me tell it, Kelly. Let me start. Carlos uh, Kelly, a happy father today um, to you know my brothers in ministry, all of them that are fathers. Happy uh, 
Father's Day to my blood brothers. Happy Father's Day to my uncle, uh, Bishop Robert H. Jackson. Happy Father's Day to them and my dad and all of those good folks. All right. That's what I'm talking about. You got to hit it one time. You, you got to hit it. You know, and, uh, and to the mothers who are holding it down. I know somebody don't we, like we, that. We're not, we not going to get into that. I'm just saying to the mothers that's holding it down, I'll salute you too. I okay. might not call them fathers. They already had Mother's Day. But I'm just saluting. I'm just saluting. Don't be a hater. Right. I'm not being a hater. It's all right. Be realistic. So now how do we overcome, um, you know, hate with love? We overcome hate with love. Uh, one of my favorite scriptures is that love talks about how love covers a multitude of sin. Mm -hmm. And I think that once we really understand what is love and the purpose of love, because we have to understand that God is love. And in order to understand that God is love and we operate in his love, we understand that we have to love people regardless of what they've done, what they've said, what has happened. We still have to operate. We are called to operate in God's love, period. Well, that sounds like a good church answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. I may not like some of the things that people do. I may right. not like some of the things that happen. I may even get mad and probably, you know, want to fight. But that does not mean that I don't love you any less. Because, the, because you have to think about this. What if God took his love away from us? Mm -hmm. How would we feel? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and I, and I got you. I uh, I understand. I understand. Um, but but I'm gonna keep it real. This is straight talk for Christians. Keep it real. Uh, okay, I'm gonna keep it real. I'm bringing the real talk here. Well, you know, there there are times when things happen, and you 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 have to figure out how you're gonna get past something that is so horrendous and. Uh, so that you can flow in God's love the right way. And for that, I would say that it's going to, it's, it's a process. It's not as instantaneous as that. It is a process. It's something that happens little bit by little bit. And it happens by you, you know, understanding that God love is this. And you have to have his love help you through that. I, I agree. And I occur. I concur with what you're saying. But at the same time, are we not practicing Christians? I think the problem with the church is that we wait till things happen to want to be proactive. No, should we be practicing Christians? That's what... We, and we should. Know. We should be. Because some of us go to church and, and it just look good and it sound good. And you know some of us saints get in the parking lot and go to saying things and speaking in tongues. And we ain't talking about in the Holy Spirit either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're just keeping it real. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's still, it's, it's, it's a process. It's a process, right. You're, you're absolutely Everybody's right. not there. The process starts when we accept Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. Because we are then in the process of becoming better. We're in the process of loving people more then. We should not wait till things happen to want to operate in God's love because what happens is when we when things happen and we operate in God's love we got to process it we have to be sure how well how do I move forward in it because you got to filter through all of but those isn't that emotions the, isn't that the knee-jerk reaction when it first happens should, what should our knee-jerk reaction be okay God I've been because we the thing about it is tragedy is going to happen 
tragedy is going to happen. There's uh -huh. no way of getting around it. People are going to die. They're going to do some right. things. Now, now, Doc, I have seen you going up the side of a sidewalk in your vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> this don't have nothing to do with church. Okay. This don't have nothing to do but with I'm church. Just saying, I'm just saying, you know, like, now, if somebody is going up and they say don't have nothing to do with church, don't it, no, it don't have nothing to do. But I have seen it. Let me I have see. seen it. Okay, what, go ahead with the story. Okay. Well, my analogy. Your analogy. Okay. Now, if, uh, say, your sister went up the sidewalk in your truck mm -hmm. and bent a couple of wheels, mm -hmm. and she came and said, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do it on purpose. You telling me the first thing that you're going to say is, don't worry about it. The joy, the love is our strength. We're going to be all right. No, because I'm probably going to be mad. That's a knee-jerk reaction. I, 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 I'm telling you now because I know me. But that's what I'm saying. I'm probably going to be mad because I'm like, what, what you doing? You want paying attention? It ain't going to happen right away. Because that's going to be, and that's what I'm saying. We, we have knee-jerk reactions that, you know, we... We have to sit back and take a moment and say, okay, Bible said be angry, but sin not. Don't sin here. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and I think that's a good way to, to learn to brighter the tongue in those moments like that. Take a moment. Don't say anything. Mm -hmm. Learn to how to respond. Right, right. Once we learn how to respond, there will not be a knee-jerk reaction. See, there we go right now. So when you learn how to respond. When you learn how to respond to uh, different types of adversity, mm -hmm. regardless of what it is, then we would know how to respond in every situation. That's just my personal opinion. Okay, you, so you're, is that our opinion or is that a solution? Because you said learning how to respond, at, that sounds more like a solution. Well, like well, yeah, it's, it's, it's a solution. It's my opinion as well. If we know how to respond, if we learn how to respond, and we take a moment to process it because we don't want to have that knee-jerk reaction. We don't want to do that because at that moment we can say things that we don't mean. Well, sometimes your knee-jerk reaction can let you know how to clean up your house. Because there's some things that, that you might have not overcame yet that you're still in the process of overcoming and you don't know until something happens that you have not yet been delivered from that. I disagree a little bit. Yeah? Because I look at it like this. We all know what's in us. The Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth going to speak. So what's ever in you that you have not dealt with is still there because there are people who do not want to let go uh, I'm gonna tell you off. I'm gonna tell you off. That just me. I'm gonna. I don't want God. And there are people who don't pray about God taking that away. Mm. So I kind of disagree a little bit because of okay, that. Okay, now that what, you said a, a little bit. What what part of you uh, uh, agree with it? Part of you disagree a little bit. But what part of you agree with it? Well, the part of me that agree with it is that there are some individual. I say about twenty five percent who may not realize, who probably think that they've got everything under control because we like to mask stuff. We'll mask it, we'll, we'll box it up, and we'll put the Holy Ghost on top of it, and then time things, the Holy Spirit, and time things begin to happen, that box come off, the Holy Spirit comes out of the way, and then that thing that's on the inside of us that we've packed down comes out. And then there are some individuals who say, well, I thought I'd let that go. I thought I was delivered from that. 
and it still comes up. So that's that 25%. But the 75% of, of us. Oh, so you said 75% no. Yes, of course. Yes. Yes. Because I'm going to tell you why. How, how, because you would not hear those sermons that say, I should have cussed them out. There should come a point where cussing shouldn't even come across your mind. And and that's the thing with us as, as church people, as Christians, as believers. Well, now, you know, we, uh, you know, some of our saints be saying they're going to give people a piece okay. of their mind. You know, and I always say, you know, you might want to hold on to that. Don't, don't do that because you might need it. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, but for those of us who have gotten past that. Yeah. Uh, and and truly um, believe in everything that the scriptures are saying, and we have a moment where we thought we have overcame, mm-hmm. and those are the people that I'm, I'm talking about. Okay. You know, um, because those who who do that, they're, they're front and center. That's right. And so we we know who they are, mm-hmm. and we are even uh, those of us who have said, okay, you know, I, I thought I got past that. We sidestep those people who were talking about they're going to give you a piece of mind because we already know they're not wrapped up. That's right. <laughs> when things were coming up against his ministry, uh, Jesus still maintained and operated in love. Mm-hmm. The way he responded, even to the point of when, you know, they was trying to say that this was an adulterous and all this, what are you going to do? And it was on a Sunday. It was a setup. They was hating. Mm-hmm. They was coming with the hatred. But Jesus, being who he is, took the time to understand, I need to know how to respond to this. But see, he always uh, responded in the defense of others. He never really, uh, you know, responded in the defense of himself mm-hmm. because he, he had awareness of who he was. And a lot of times we are not aware of who we are in our own identity and therefore we feel that we need to defend it but uh, when you have a security in who you are you don't answer to anybody's opinion of who they think you are because that defines you but when you uh, when you know who you are and whose you are that definition is already solid so you don't have to answer to lies and, and, and you don't have to answer to character assassinations because God has already given you liberty to be who he said that you were before the foundation of time so that's what I'm saying you know when, when we come in and that's a place of, of maturity too but when we come into that awareness, then we can take a step back and we can say, okay, I see this happening. It's not that you're not going to get mad. He said get angry, but say not. That's right. But you can take a step back and then you can say, I'm going to apply this to this situation. Because right. I'm not going to respond. That's but right. I'm going to reply apply this to that situation. That's right. And then you, you wouldn't know. We wouldn't know how to respond. And we'll know how to move forward. I think one, you just said something so powerful. I said, you said once we understand and know who we are, basically we're identifying who we are as an individual. But I want to take that a little bit further. When we begin to understand who we who we are as a culture of people, mm-hmm. regardless of the denomination or the race that you are, once we really begin to understand who we are as a people, then we can move together as a nation. As a nation. Because we got to learn how to become one voice. Yes. yes. We got to learn how to become yes. one voice. Yes. And we need to do that even amongst a, a sect of yes. people. Yes. You know, uh, just learn how to become one voice. There's so much is happening, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, so much happening as far as um, in, in the atmosphere when it comes to division and uh, uh, and 
and all the different levels of it. Mm-hmm. Well, some of it is even in the church. Mm-hmm. What I like about and going back to the the church that's out in, in South Carolina is that they are so unified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we had to learn how to do that even here. Which, you know, the, the most important thing I think that struck to me without, you know, the church out there in South Carolina was that this church have had numerous uh, threats. Numerous things have come up to try to come up against this church because this church is very prominent, not just in the nation, just in even in that particular area. Mm-hmm. So they still maintain the posture of standing and then being unified. And if we take anything from that church... And they choose to love. And they choose to love. Yeah, and, that, and that's, a, that's, a, that's a key thing. Love is a choice. That's right. You know, hate is a choice. That's right. And love is a choice. But that's at right. the end of the day, you had to make the decision. Are you going to choose love? Mm-hmm. Are you going to choose hate? And if you choose hate, then you are not his. Because he has called us and commanded us even Mm -hmm. to love. And he has commanded us to love our enemies. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. That is powerful. That's powerful. You know, you have to... Even in loving your enemies, it talks about do good to those who despitefully use you. Yeah, And so... There are basic principles in the Bible on how to handle it and to deal with every situation. Mm-hmm. If we really took the time to apply it, live it, process it, as well as live it out loud every day of our life. Yes, live it out loud. I like <laughs> that, Doc. We got to put that on our Facebook page. Live love out loud yeah. and uh, and when you live love out loud it's going to mm-hmm. be in everything you do because when you loving someone that hates on you mm-hmm. and you still being who God says that you are despite the fact that you know that they hate you I think that's powerful too it is our, our love should be like a love of relationship you know have you ever seen those people who are in a relationship regardless of what the person done in a relationship they still love them rather they, they may have cheated on them they may have been verbally abusive they may they have been mentally abusive and not in every situation I'm just saying there are people who do not want to let go of that relationship because of the love that they have for that individual and that's the type of love that we should represent at times throughout the body of Christ I think we should love people now, unconditionally I, I, I think you should love them unconditional but what you're talking about is a crazy kind of love I, I ain't said this I don't crazy. know you need a crazy, crazy kind of love I mean you know you gotta have a love for yourself not to be yeah, in that kind of situation that's a crazy kind of love, that love I don't know if I like that an- way. I don't that like love, that analogy I don't know if I like that analogy that's just you that love is used in the wrong way but I'm saying that same I, concept that mindset that we have to love regardless Okay. Okay. To love regardless. That's right. We should have that that type of mindset. I'm on the fence. You get off the fence. Get off the fence. You can't straddle the fence. (laughs) (laughs) Can't straddle the fence. (laughs) Crazy love. Okay. Not not like what Beyonce said. You wouldn't wouldn't use that as an analogy, though, right? (laughs) Any other analogy? But that's what I. That's where my mind went. That's, the, that's like the best like the abuses. Because I'm gonna tell you why I can never understand why certain people stay in certain but it relationships. Is. It's because they love them. They couldn't help the love that they had for them. And I think if we took that love and used it in the right. I way, mean, I got you. Yeah. I don't know if I would use that as an analogy. 
<laughs> but I'm with you. I understand what you're saying. But you know, you you're you're right in the fact that we have to find a way to love our enemies. Yeah. And the Bible says if we can't love, you know, people who we see here every day. That's right. That's right. You, you, you know, and yeah. uh, and and as as unbelievable as it may sound, we still have to find a way to move forward and, and learn how to forgive and do all these things. That's right. And and the most important thing to to discredit hate and to take it down, we've got to become more proactive in helping our young people to become more knowledgeable about their history, about their culture in any race across the board. Because that's where when you take away their knowledge, mm-hmm. then they really don't know what they're Because it begins for. with self identity. Exactly. Uh, you know, love begins with self identity and uh, and as it should. Because I've seen people who don't even know how to identify with God's love because they haven't learned how to love themselves. Oh wow. And so uh, but that is true. Great points. Um, I think we had such a good conversation. Nobody wanted to call in and say Happy Father's Day. Okay. It's different for Father's Day because, you know, the women, they call in across the board. Yes, Lord. When it comes for, you know, Mother's Day. But Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there and all the spiritual fathers in the church. We wish you nothing but love. We're praying for all of our spiritual leaders. And I can't name all the churches, but we're praying for everyone. Listen, that's all the time we have. You have been in the zone with Dot Bishop and T-Pain. This has been straight talk for Christians and I don't end a broadcast without saying believe, act, and follow your destiny. Until next time, everyone everywhere be blessed. You have been listening to Design Radio Ministries, a Miller, Georgia media production. Follow Minister T-Pain and Dot Bishop on Facebook at Design Radio. Also, listen to WBGA Design Gospel Radio Station online daily at www.thezoneradio.fm. Again, that's www.thezoneradio.fm.